0: The wages of 10 men and eight boys for a day amount to $31, and four men receive $5.50 more than six boys. How much does each boy receive? If you wanted to get into the University of South Carolina in 1897, you first had to pass an entrance examination.
1: Write in 100 words of the cause of the American Revolution. Describe the Battle of Kings Mountain in about 50 words. Name the principal rivers flowing into the Mississippi River.
0: There were a handful of questions about history, geography, and English. Define with examples an abstract noun, a collective noun, and a verbal noun. And ten problems in arithmetic and algebra. No calculators, of course. It was 1897 after all. But if you think you had what it took to get into the university back then, better think again. 123 years ago, you also had to be well-versed in Classical Greek and Latin. Carpe diem, anyone? I'm Chris Horn, your host for Remembering the Days. And today, we're looking at entrance requirements at the university, then and now. When the university opened its doors as South Carolina College in 1805, there were no SAT or ACT college exams. Those tests wouldn't be invented until well into the next century. Candidates for admission in those early days were required to render from Latin into English several passages, including Caesar's commentaries and Virgil's Aeneid, and to translate into English any passage from the Gospel of John and the Greek New Testament. They also had to be well acquainted with arithmetic as far as the rule of three, whatever that is. I asked Elizabeth West, the university archivist, why our institution once placed so much emphasis on those arcane languages.
1: That was very much a mark of being an educated gentleman, really knowing the classics. Our motto is, learning humanizes character and does not permit it to be cruel. And so this type of classical study was meant to build up that person's character and education so that they would be prepared for whatever field they decided to go into politics or business or whatever.
0: Requirements for admission didn't change an awful lot in the decades before the Civil War. There were prescribed books on geography and arithmetic and other subjects that everyone was just expected to know. And there were the ever-present Latin and Greek requirements. In the years just after the Civil War, Admission standards were loosened up quite a bit because most college-age students had been on the battlefield instead of in school. Kind of hard to practice your declensions of nouns and adjectives in Greek while you're dodging cannon fire. Well, let's go back to that late 19th century exam, the one from 1897. The questions on that test were formulated by university faculty, and some of them reflect the Southern sensibility of the time. For example, let's see here, name five Confederate generals of note. Write 30 words on John C. Calhoun and Jefferson Davis. You get the idea. By early in the 20th century, the University of South Carolina was becoming a more modern institution of higher learning. The entrance exam of 1912 includes a section for Latin, French, and German, but those were optional requirements. You could be admitted without knowing any language other than English. So when did the university stop using its own internal entrance exams and adopt standardized college exams?
1: It really wasn't until the 1950s that the university turned to using standardized exams like we think of today. The reason, a main reason that the university adopted that standardized exam was because of issues they had with accepting percentages of high school students in the state. High school programs, the quality could vary widely across the state, and so if you were Taking the certain top percentage of students, you would have some that were very well prepared for college and others that weren't. And so those inconsistencies were causing difficulties. And so the, the university moved to that standardized exam as a way of kind of smoothing that out and making sure that students who were admitted were actually prepared for college.
0: I was a freshman here at the university in the late 1970s, and it's true that admission requirements were not particularly stringent back then. But the population has grown in the past 40 years and so has demand for a college degree as you would expect the bar for getting in has risen quite a bit here's mary wagner the university's director of admissions
2: we do require standardized tests for admissions purposes we do consider those not often asked you know what's the minimum sat or what's the minimum act and the answer is is it really There isn't really one. You know, we're trying to look at the student relative to everybody else in the peer group.
0: Mary and the admissions team consider a lot of factors along with standardized test scores, including high school GPA, the level of rigor of those high school courses, extracurricular activities, and so on. She says high school seniors from South Carolina have a slight advantage
2: we prioritize south carolinians in our admissions process and and so south carolina students do get a bump or a little bit of extra consideration because we're trying to fill our class with as many south carolinians as possible qualified south carolinians and then whatever the goal for the class size is in a given year we're gonna look to out-of-state group to help fill that number depending on what the total class size has to be and so out-of-state students actually have to hit a higher standard
0: Well, doesn't matter where they're from, Gamecock students are a pretty smart bunch. The average SAT score for the freshman class this year was 1273 and the nearly 600 Honors College freshmen notched an average SAT score of 1474. But we had a hunch that that entrance exam from 1897 might still give students a challenge. So with the test in hand, we set out to talk to a few students on campus and well, here's what happened.
1: Give sentences containing, respectively, a qualifying adjective, a possessive adjective, and a demonstrative adjective. I don't believe I know what two of those adjectives mean. Well, it's definitely not an SAT question. It's very different from the SAT.
2: I, I believe the Missouri River is one that flows into the Mississippi River. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. The wages of 10 men into eight boys for a day amount to 31 how no four girls men receive 550 here. more than six boys. How much does each boy receive? Yeah, I could do that. You just have to set up an equation. The
0: principal rivers flowing into the Mississippi River. Uh, Missouri, I think that's the only one I would maybe guess. Yeah, um, and then locate Mobile, France and Amsterdam. What am I supposed to do for this one? just say where they are yeah so mobile's at the very tip of Alabama France is across the Atlantic Ocean um, and then Amsterdam is the capital of the Netherlands.
2: best answer so far today yeah yeah okay. <laughs> I think you think I, you're
0: you're almost admitted <laughs> you, you'll be in the class of 1901 awesome, right? I <laughs> you know it. awesome. Well I hope you enjoyed today's blast from the past. Join us again for the next episode of remembering the days a production of the Office of Communications and Public Affairs at the University of South Carolina.